Fall sports are in the air, Brian. How was your summer? It was great, Rube, and uh, I forgot prior to the end of our last episode to wish you a happy birthday, so it's a belated happy birthday to you, but I hope you had a great summer as well. Well, thank you. I had some staycations uh, this (laughs) summer, but uh, we've got an interesting uh, podcast today. It's uh, Yes Football is in the air, and that's the predominant story, but yet we have uh, a lot of other things to talk about. Yeah, a lot going on around Ripley High School. Uh, You know, we had a uh, talk a little Viking football, of course, with uh, you know Shane Casto. You had a chance to chat with him. And also, new basketball coach at Ripley High School with uh, Derek Mullins being uh, named into that position. I had a chat with him. Christopher Jordan, one of the better baseball players to come through Ripley High School. Uh, had a chance to catch up with him and see how his summer was. Ella Casto, a budding star of uh, a volleyball player. I also had a chance to chat with her. And one of the better runners uh, at Ripley High School, and Chase Pepper, uh, he visits with us this week and uh, talks a little bit of uh, about their season getting underway. All right, Brian, and the uh, podcast is brought to you by RipleyVikings.com. Yeah, go visit, you know, in a day and age where you can jump online, Rube, and buy your f- favorite pro and, and college teams, any of their apparel. You can do that for the Vikings now. You can get T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, shorts, uh, all at uh, RipleyViking.com. And they have a coupon code. If you type in Viking360, you'll receive uh, 15% off. And it's all made locally. So check out RipleyVikings.com. Christopher Jordan had the opportunity to play professional baseball this summer in Colorado as a member of the Trinidad Triggers of the Pecos League. The Ripley graduate and West Virginia State graduate says he soaked in each minute of the experience. Christopher Jordan had an interesting summer on the baseball diamond. He started out playing on a collegiate team and then ended up playing some pro ball in the state of Colorado. CJ, thanks for being with us, man. Yeah, no problem. It's a pleasure. So tell us about uh, your summer in baseball. Well, like you said, uh, right after we... Finished college ball. I went down to Cape Girardeau, Missouri to play with uh, Steve Larkin. And then I was probably there for about two, three weeks maybe. And then uh, I got the call from uh, the manager in Trinidad, Colorado. And he asked me or he wanted me to come down there and play for him. So he gave me a chance to play pro ball, which I've always dreamed of doing. And, you know, we always known at State, you played infield your entire career down there, but you were a pitcher as well as an infielder in high school, and you had that opportunity once again on the professional level. Yeah, when I first got there, uh, the team was doing pretty well. I mean, everybody was hitting, so I had to, I had to work my way into the, into the lineup, and the opportunity came, and I ran away with it, and Towards the end of the season, I ended up doing both. So, Christopher, I mean, uh, you talked about you've always dreamed of playing professional baseball. So, as you look back on your summer, what are the what are some of the things that you'll take from this experience a, as you move on? It's a good question. Well, uh, everything I soaked I soaked in the whole summer, man. It's a opportunity that not a lot of people get. So I. I didn't take any of it for granted. 
And I cherished every single moment from my first hit to my first strikeout to the last inning that I played while I was down there. That's great. <coughs> and uh, you've already completed a degree down at uh, West Virginia State. So uh, what's next in the, uh, in the life of Christopher Jordan? Well, uh, I want to try to help. In the offseason, I want to train for more opportunities if I get them in the future. And then I'm also going to try and pass down some knowledge to younger kids. I want to try to do hitting lessons and stuff like that just to help the communities out and give them the knowledge that I was given. Uh, well, that's fantastic, Christopher, because uh, you've made uh, quite a name uh, for yourself uh, in the sport of baseball from uh, – from Little League through high school and, and college and, and now on the pro level. So congratulations. Well, thank you very much. She's once again a collegiate volleyball player at Alderson Broadus. Former Lady Viking Ella Casto talks about her role this season with the Battlers. Ella Casto is a Ripley graduate who has been a member of the volleyball team at uh, Alderson Broadus and is going to continue in that role this fall. Ella, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, last year was a, a bit crazy as it was for everyone in every sport, but tell us how that went last year for you. So last year we ended up playing 10 games. We joined the NEC recently, so they were a lot closer, but uh, my team struggled with COVID a lot. We just kept passing it around, so we only had a full team for probably about one game, <laughs> but we ended up going three and seven. Okay, and this year uh, you're going to have, uh, hopefully you'll have a, a more complete schedule and, and be able to go in this uh, really um, full steam ahead. Yep. That's what we're hoping. And uh, you uh, had uh, you got some decent playing time, although it was a limited schedule. You had some decent playing time last year. Yeah, I'm very fortunate to start as a freshman, so hopefully we keep that up next year. And your role on the team, uh, your role on the volleyball court is outside hitter. And tell us about the academic side of Ella. Where are you in terms of your uh, going towards your degree, and what is your major, Ella? My major is elementary ed. I finished my first year, so I am enrolled as a sophomore, and I'm hoping, well, I'm on track to be done in three more years. And big brother, uh, Lane, uh, was a also uh, a student at AB, and he had possibly another year of eligibility, but he has decided to move on for academic reasons. Can you bring us up to date on, on Big Brother? So he had one more year of eligibility for baseball, but he decided to go to WVU next year and get his master's in accounting. Great. Ella, thank you so much, and, and good luck this season. Thank you. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com 
to learn more. Viking basketball has a new head coach. He is the 25th head coach in the history of Ripley High School basketball. But he has plenty of talent coming back. The roster will return four out of five starters from the 2021 season. Here's the new head coach, Derek Mullins. Coach, uh, first of all, congratulations, and uh, thanks for taking the time. Oh, thank you. What, uh, tell me about this whole process for you. Um, you know, Coach Parsons decided to step down and spend more time with his family, and, uh, you know, this job opened up for you. And I've known you for a while, so I know this was, was something that was uh, uh, something you wanted and something you had kind of worked for and hoped for. Uh, Walk us through where you were when the news dropped and, and what your process was uh, in thinking of applying for the job. Uh, so we were at a team camp in, uh, in June, and Coach Parsons was talking to me about possibly giving up the job. He wasn't 100% sure on it, so it kind of started crossing my mind a little bit. And, of course, I had to start thinking of some things of what I had to do to make sure I could uh, take this job and, and run with it. And um it's just it's been an opportunity I've always wanted to do uh, I got into being got into coaching uh being an assistant coach and of course you don't ever just want to be assistant coach you always want to move up to the the next step and of course that next step is the head coaching position and this job uh opened up for me and it's just an opportunity I couldn't pass up on it's where I went to school I mean I played two sports here baseball and basketball and I've always enjoyed it now I'm teaching there and of course been coaching for this will be my sixth year, uh, four years as assistant, one year as a freshman, and now my first year as a head varsity basketball coach. So I'm super excited for it. Talk about uh, doing it in your home. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, you played here uh, baseball. You went on to play college baseball down at West Virginia State. Uh, you started on the basketball court as well uh, on some really good teams uh, back in your time. Uh, and, and now – you know, your, your dad was a coach, uh, you know, in baseball and basketball. He was actually my basketball coach my freshman year in high school, which has been a couple of years ago. But, <laughs> you know, talk about what that means to you personally, because I know knowing you, I, I know this is a special opportunity. Yeah, I mean, growing up in Ripley, it's it's a small town. Everybody knows about, of course, Ripley and Ravenswood High School and just what everything is going on in every every sporting event, going from football all the way into the spring sports uh a baseball and I feel like the community really holds uh, Ripley sports together and comes together as a, a collective group and is always there for you and growing up I've of course like I said growing up in Ripley it was always a thing I always want to do was get into coach and I kind of rode the bus with my dad uh, whenever he was coaching baseball back in the day and it's just it was something I was like man I'd really like to do this someday and of course I'm not coaching baseball and I kind of went the other direction and because basketball was the first opportunity for me and uh, just growing up in the in the day and age with where I was uh, coach's son and just being around it all my life and next thing you know one like man that's what I want to do so I, I got into teaching and coaching uh, realm of things and look where I am now. You and coach Parsons both relatively young guys when you got the job coach Faulkner was a young guy uh, when he got the job a few years back uh, to me, Coach, it feels like this program is ready for some stability from a coaching standpoint, uh, and, and not necessarily anyone's fault, but there have been uh, coaches in and out uh, over the last decade, 
uh, for whatever reason, uh, personal reasons, work reasons, all those different type things. Uh, how important is some stability for the Ripley Viking basketball program? I think it's it's huge. I think kids, once they figure out what you want out of them, and that starts from the uh, uh, the younger groups moving on up from the middle school and then, of course, the high school group, they know what to expect. So, I mean, of course, everybody has their different ways of coaching. Uh, coach Parsons had a different way of coaching than how maybe I might coach. And it just might take a little bit. Of course, it's it's going to be a learning curve for me this first year, of course, being a, my first head coaching position and just trying to teach the kids on what how I want them to play um, offensively and defensively as – as we've seen with a bunch of coaches in the high school and college level, that's it's tough that first year and even that second year. It's really that third year is whenever you start getting some stability and the kids start figuring out how you want them to play. Coach, talk about having an off season this year. You and Coach Parsons and Coach Hunt were really behind all last year because honestly, you had no off season. And basically, when you showed up for practice, uh, to you kind of figured out who your team was, and it was midway through the season before you guys really kind of found your identity. Uh, the, having that off season this year, especially in your first year, has to feel like a huge boost. Oh, every bit of it. Now, I still I didn't know 100% sure who would be getting a head coaching job because with that three-week periods whenever the uh, the job was open. So, But I still I took it upon myself to be around the kids where I was assistant coach, and those three weeks was very vital. We went uh, three days a week, um, those three weeks, Monday – Tuesday and Thursday, uh, just got in the gym, got got some skill work, and just kind of changed up with some things offensively and defensively and what I will expect out of them on the offensive side. Very important because, like you said, uh, once you get into November, you only got a couple weeks of practice and you go right into games. And if you haven't done anything with them, then you just got to start from square one uh, those first couple of weeks of practice trying to put in some things. And it's really not till like you said, the middle of the season before they start figuring out how offensively and defensively you want to, you want to play. Coach, you were not left a bear cupboard. You have, uh, you have some young and talented players. Obviously uh, they need the experience, but uh, you certainly have some talent to work with. Yes, I do. We got a, we still got a young core group last year. There was a, they were mostly freshmen and sophomores that played, some some seniors. And then, of course, those kids are going to be sophomores and juniors this year. So I'm uh, really looking forward to coaching them and seeing uh, what we could do with, with this year. Coach, uh, best of luck this year. Thanks for taking the time today. From Rube and I, congratulations. We're very happy for you. Uh, we know that you'll do a fantastic job. I really appreciate it. Viking Cross Country had success last year. But the runners are looking to make a comeback this fall. Ellie Hossefluke finished third in the state to help the Lady Vikings place fifth in Class AAA, but she had some off-season obstacles to overcome. The same can be true for Chase Pepper, the Vikings returning All-Stater. It was a uh, very different uh, season for uh, Chase Pepper last year. He had a few obstacles to overcome, but he's back out on the uh, cross-country course here at Cedar Lakes. and. Chase, it's good to see you back out here again. It's good to be here. Well, tell me a little bit what you went through uh, in the past year. Uh, just, I don't know really, just a lot of struggle, I guess. Yeah. And what kind of goals have you set for yourself this year? Make it to States again and hopefully place higher. You made it to the state tournament last year. Tell me about that. It was, it was great. I had a lot of fun. It was very exciting. 
And what class are you this year, Chase? I'll be a senior this year. Very good. So you want to finish strong as a senior? Yes. And you were not really able to, to do much during track season this past year, that's correct? No, I was not. Okay, so you started out the season, but you weren't able to, to do much toward, as the season progressed? Right. Okay, very good. Chase, I hope you're feeling well, and, and good luck to you. Well, thank you. Ripley's defense gained a reputation in 2020 for keeping the opposition out of the end zone. Defensive coordinator Shane Casto shares his thoughts about this year's potential. We're talking with Viking defensive coordinator Shane Casto. Coach, thanks for being with us. Hey, Ruben, thanks for having me. Shane, let's talk up, uh, start out by talking just a little bit about uh, your defensive philosophy. Uh, uh, you know, we just we want to play hard, play fast, play downhill, be aggressive. Um, you know, attack the ball and, and hopefully get the ball back to our offense quick so they can uh, put some points on the board. And uh, what type of formation should we expect from the uh, Vikings this year? Uh, we'll be in our uh, odd stack again this year, 3-3-5 or 3-5-3, however you uh, want to word it. Uh, you know, we'll walk some guys up. You know, every now and then give it a, an even look up front or maybe walk a couple guys up and, and give it a 50 look. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to create some chaos and some confusion to uh, mess with the opposing offensive coordinator's head and uh, keep them on their toes. And, uh, you know, we've got some guys with some length that we can use in multiple areas. And uh, so we're able to do those types of things. And, uh, you know, I look for uh, a, a good year out of these guys so far. You know, it's early, but, but they've uh, worked hard and, and done what we've asked of them. You know, a really a rare thing that happened the last football season was the Vikings, they put uh, three uh, shutouts up on the board, and I think, if I remember correctly, all three of them were away from home. So, uh, yeah, that's that. first off, that's tough to do anyway, but, but uh, being able to do it on the road, you know, that's I was really proud of our guys. And, you know, they, uh, they made life on me, uh, first-year defensive coordinator, uh, pretty easy. You know, the good part about it is is we've got most of those guys back again this year, and a lot of those guys we'll have again for for another year. So, uh, you know, like I said, the life for me was was a little easier last year for my first year as a defense coordinator. And, you know, Coach Sher kind of gave me the reins and let me do, you know, kind of what I wanted to do with, with Coach Mullins and Coach Anderson. And, you know, we put our heads together and, and had a pretty good group. Now, predicting shutouts may be a bit uh, unrealistic, <laughs> but uh, what what are your goals for for this unit this year? Uh, to to keep uh, the the other team, the opposing team, from scoring one more point, and so that way we can get out of there with a win. You know, shutouts are nice, and like you said, you know, you can never you never plan for them. Um, the, you know, that's kind of just like icing on the cake. Uh, you know, we want to get out of there and and make those those guys a little. Sore for an extra day or so, a little sore, you know, from, from cracking their head a little bit harder and, uh, you know, and, and try to, like I said, get the ball back to our offense a little quicker so they can do their thing. The Viking Football Hall of Fame Committee made their selections for 2021. There will be five inductees, uh, one at each home game this season. At the first home game, it will be Kenny Parsons, who was a standout for the Vikings in the 1950s. He was a two-time uh, All-State uh, selection for Coach Paul Annam. And uh, 
He will be inducted September 3rd against Buchanan Upshur. On the September 24th uh, against Oak Hill, the homecoming game, the inductee will be Gene Fisher, who was a lineman with the class of 1962. Uh, Gene was also the uh, longtime president of the Ripley High School Athletic Boosters Club. The game on October 1st against Roan County, uh, the inductee will be Justin Southall. He was a star running back for the Vikings in the late uh, 1990s. He gained uh, more than 1,300 yards uh, in the season of 1999. The inductee for the October 8th game against uh, St. Albans will be Seth Parsons. He's a 2009 graduate. He ranks among the all-time leaders in passing yardage, uh, throwing for more than 2,700 during his career. Also among the leaders in touchdown passes with a total of 27 uh, over two seasons. And the final home game on October 15th against Greenbrier East, the honoree will be Cade Harrison, who was a, one of the top receivers in the history of uh, Viking football. Uh, he had a two-year total of about 1,500 yards in reception. That's the Hall of Fame class for 2021. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.